You've no doubt heard someone tell you at some point that meditation is good for you, or specifically that visualizations can be really helpful in lessening anxiety. And it's true, but it also seems hokey and impractical. Do you feel like you could use some visualizations that don't make you roll your eyes before you're even 10 seconds in? Today, we're getting specific about some mental tools that you can use in the moment when you're feeling stressed. There's solid evidence that using your mind's eye, when you have one, can calm your nervous system and help quiet your stress response. Perhaps you've tried visualizations before and they haven't worked, or perhaps you find them helpful and could use some additional ones. If you've ever felt like you need more tools for combating anxiety in the moment in tangible, effective ways, you'll want to listen to today's baggage check. Welcome. I am glad you are here. I'm Dr. Andrea Bonier, and this is Baggage Check, mental health talk and advice, with new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Baggage Check is not a show about luggage or travel. Incidentally, it is also not a show about whether Fraggle Rock was just one big hallucination. Okay, let's get to it. We are a stressed out bunch. My seminar students and I were just pouring through some data on anxiety levels in the United States, and it's just not good. Now, I can't solve any of the systemic things that are causing us anxiety. Inflation, job cuts, political unrest, violence, a culture that values work and busyness and technology over wholeness and nourishment and well-being and meaning. Unrealistic demands on parents, systemic racism, healthcare worker shortages, breakdowns in the education system, Okay, I was supposed to be helping you lessen anxiety today, so I will stop. I'm sorry. My point is, I can't solve any of those things, and I do not at all negate the fact that part of our anxiety is a very, very natural response to the state of things. Things that can best be described as a grease fire spiraling out of control. But there are tools to help us get through particularly tough moments in more manageable ways. And some of my favorite tools among them are visualizations. Now, some important things right off the bat. When I'm talking about visualizations, I am not talking about if I picture a promotion, I will get it. Or if I visualize getting six-pack abs that are so rock salad, someone can crack an egg on them, then there they'll be. That's a lot of hooey. Is that the scientific label officially? Hooey? Hokum? Punkum? Baloney? Balderdash? Hmm. I could have a lot of fun with the thesaurus today. Maybe that'll be my hot date after recording this. There's truly so much nonsense out there, seriously, that can lead people astray, and it pains me. This idea that by just visualizing something, you can make it true, and that's a close cousin to the idea that if you aren't meeting your goals, then you're fundamentally weak or doing something totally wrong or you don't want them enough. And that's a close cousin to toxic positivity, that you just have to think happy thoughts, all the others are unacceptable, and if you can't handle that, then it's your own fault. If you can't bootstrap your way into success, then something's just totally terrible about you. Stuff that completely discounts all of the systemic problems we've talked about. And also the reality that we know that the happiest people actually have found a way to accept and manage the presence of negative emotions. 
not avoid them or mask them or numb them or deny them or villainize them. We talk about that a lot in some of our very earliest episodes. In fact, I think our very first episode here at Baggage Check about toxic positivity. Or I guess I released three on that first day. So one of the first three, a third of our first episode. So when I'm talking about visualizations, to be clear, I am not talking about that. Look, if you picture a new Ford Mustang Mach-E in your driveway, it's not going to be there just because you pictured it. Still just going to be the same old oil stains and the grass kind of creepily growing where there's a crack in the sidewalk. Visualization alone doesn't get you stuff. You need other methods of getting it too. That had nothing to do with your visualization. Of course, optimism can be helpful. But when I'm talking about visualization today, I'm not talking about anything magical. We're talking about what can help lower the body and mind's anxiety in the moment. Not stuff that's going to help you attain something or going to attract something in the universe. The other thing I want to mention is that I know that not everyone can visualize. Not everyone has what we call a mind's eye. In fact, we had a fascinating interview on this with Serena Puang in our Aphantasia episode, number 20. There are lots of folks who have typical vision in day-to-day life, but they cannot evoke images in their mind. And of course, there are lots of folks who are visually impaired and who may not have the same visual representations of objects or scenarios in their mind either. So I recognize that this won't work in the same way for everyone. But I also think that sometimes evoking the scene and everything that goes with it, this idea of pausing, of being in a safe and comforting space, of summoning what the other senses like touch or smell or hearing might be experiencing in some of those scenes, that that can be helpful. So I truly believe there's something for everyone here today. Even for the people who think that the type of visualizations I'm talking about are the hokum balderdash type of things. Anxiety is just at very heightened levels. It spiked during the peak of COVID, but it has not gone down in the ways that we had hoped. And frankly, it wasn't doing too well before COVID either. People are reporting very high levels of stress and a high level of uncertainty about the future. So it's important to understand that stress, and by that I mean the classic definition of the stress response, which is your reaction to a stressor or a trigger, that stress is multifaceted. It involves not just your thoughts, but your emotions and your behavior and your body. When we feel like we're under a chronic stress response, or stress response that feels particularly severe or unrelenting, anxiety begins to follow us around to the point of ingraining a negative, fearful mindset, even beyond the fear that's just warranted. There are so many ways to address anxiety, and we've certainly touched on them here and there already. But today, as mentioned, we're tackling visualizations. They are shown to help increase the body's calm, which in turn helps counter anxious thinking. So those of you who have read Detox Your Thoughts, you might recognize a few of these. Those of you who are familiar with acceptance and commitment therapy or mindfulness techniques, some of these might sound familiar too, but I hope we can put your own individual spin on it today. Now, it may feel strange to try this if you've never done visualizations before. If that's the case, don't fret. It might actually feel really, really hokey. But I promise there is science behind this. 
Choose a relaxed and quiet and private time and get your body comfortable. If you're driving right now, I feel the need to tell you, let's not close our eyes. But if you have the time to truly devote to this and you want to close your eyes and you can close your eyes, all the better. As you visualize the scenarios I'm about to talk about, observe your breath and attempt to take nice full inhales through your nose and nice slow exhales through your mouth. That said, there is no one right way to do any of these. There's no particular goal you have to achieve. The key is just to try and to explore and to see if any of these are helpful for you. And if you find even a little relief from these exercises, keep it going and keep practicing. Number one, leaves on a stream. This one is a classic. Imagine that you're sitting on the edge of a stream, perhaps with a waterfall in it. Try to hear what the stream sounds like and to feel the ground under you. Maybe there's a certain fresh, woodsy smell that accompanies your experience in your mind. Now picture a particularly negative thought, perhaps an unduly catastrophic or unhappy one, maybe one that is a distortion of reality that is skewed and not reflective of what's really going on. Like, my friend doesn't like me anymore because she didn't text back. Or... Because my kid got sent to the principal's office, their pathway to ending up in jail is now direct and swift. Or maybe there's a thought that even if it's true, like how you screwed up that work project three months ago, it keeps intruding upon your day-to-day and it has absolutely nothing left to teach you or no ways to strengthen you or give you any insight. Picture that thought, those type of thoughts, as leaves that are floating by in the stream from the left side of your vision to your right. The stream keeps moving at its own pace. You are not the stream. You're not jumping in there whole hog to hold on to the leaf. You're not fused to the leaf. You're not gripping the leaf. You're watching it go by. Those thoughts are just going by while you sit safely on land, warm and dry. And you're watching those thoughts or those leaves pass. Breathe as you watch the leaves gradually get far enough down the stream, so far that you no longer see them anymore. Try this with some individual thoughts. Label them and watch them pass. Number two, birds flying away. Here's one that a lot of my clients have liked over the years. Imagine that you are sitting outside under the bluest of skies, with some puffy white clouds in front of a bright, full sun. Think of how the sun feels on your skin. Now imagine one of your most anxiety-provoking thoughts. Maybe it's something like, things won't get better. Picture a cluster of thoughts, if you want. Thoughts that weigh you down and feel heavy. Now envision them as birds that are walking in front of you getting ready to take flight. Watch them start to fly away. One by one, they lift up and they go up into the air. And they each gradually disappear from your vision. You keep up your slow, mindful breathing through all of this. And as each of the birds disappear, the clear sky emerges, bluer than ever. Number three. 
debris going down the drain. This one can be particularly helpful for those nagging little thoughts that feel intrusive and sharp and greasy and gross. Can thoughts be greasy? I think so. Part of what we work on in cognitive diffusion, that idea of separating yourself from your thoughts and you being a gentle, curious, non-judgmental observer, part of what we work on during that is describing thoughts as entities that have a quality all their own, a texture, a color, a weight, because the more we can give them sensory qualities, the more we can separate from them and realize that they are not us. So, start by envisioning yourself washing your hands at a bright, shiny white sink. What are the sounds that you hear? What is it like to feel the sudsy water against your skin? You are getting a refreshing break, and your anxious thoughts are crumbly specks of dark dirt that are flowing off your hands, down the drain, and disappearing. These specks were on your hands, but they are coming off now. And after they circle the drain, they are gone. You don't have to be repulsed by the thoughts anymore. They cannot harm you. They simply take their leave once they flow away. Number four, smoke dissipating. So for this one, let's imagine sitting somewhere comfortable and cozy Outside in your favorite kind of weather. What does everything smell like? Where are you sitting? What's the feel of your body against whatever you're sitting on? What are the sounds that you hear? Now picture some of your most anxiety-provoking thoughts as a blurry, thick cloud of dark gray or black smoke. Watch its shape sitting near the ground. Heavy, burdensome, maybe oily. Now, as you mindfully observe your breath, watch the smoke lessen in its intensity, growing more diffuse and lighter in color. Imagine the smoke representing your anxious thoughts as they become less severe and less heavy. Watch the dissipation of the smoke slowly, gradually. It gets to the point where it eventually disappears altogether. The air is clear now. Everything smells better. You can see with more clarity. You can breathe more deeply. And finally, number five, a sun breaking through passing clouds. This visualization is a little different because instead of just picturing only the passing of negative thoughts, you'll also be picturing the breaking through of positive energy. Picture yourself comfortable and relaxed outdoors on a sunny day. Now imagine the sun as representing something positive and important to you, a value within your life. Perhaps it's your compassion, your family, your connection to your community, or your energy. Maybe it's love. Maybe it's hope. Maybe it's your strength. Now picture that as a bright and irrepressible force that is gradually shining through the burdens of the negative weights in your life which are represented by the clouds. The sun is taking over to the point where the clouds are moving out of sight altogether. Everything just got brighter and lighter. Now take a few moments to breathe. Slow inhales through the nose. Slow, deep exhales through the mouth. So, 
How did some of these feel? Did they all feel hokey? Did you keep fast forwarding because it was, in the words of those kids today, totally cringe? If none of these resonated with you or they felt completely silly, that is completely okay. I'd really urge you to experiment. There are lots of people to walk you through meditations, visualizations, progressive muscle relaxations, all different kinds of things online. And if little bits resonated here, or little visuals meant something, or you felt a little more calm in certain parts, take note of that and double down on it. Maybe create your own visual. A lot of my clients find this so helpful. What do their thoughts actually look like? What's the texture? What's the size? What's the color? How can you create a visual of those thoughts disappearing as you breathe? The more tools that you try for your anxiety and the more different ways that you can attempt to put them into practice, the more likely you are to find something that works for you in particular. So keep at it. Thanks for joining me today. Once again, I'm Dr. Andrea Bonnier, and this has been Baggage Check with new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Join us on Instagram at Baggage Check Podcast. Give us your take and opinions on topics and guests. And you know you've got that friend who listens to like 17 podcasts. We'd love it if you told them where to find us. Our original music is by Jordan Cooper, cover art by Daniel Merity, and my studio security, it's Buster the Dog. Until next time. Take good care.